Hello, everyone, and welcome back to The Rundown, where we talk about 2A news and conservative views. I will be your host today, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the Left Coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras. And today, unfortunately, I will be coming at you alone. It'll be just be me, myself, and I. But, hey, you'll be here with me, so I'm sure we will have a, 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 good, a good conversation. So, let's go ahead and jump right into it, shall we? Uh, well, before we do... Once again, got to remember, got to give that shout out to our sponsors. I will start off with Hitman Industries. Hitman Industries, if you're looking for uh, rifle or pistol length barrels, uh, hey, no better place to go than Hitman Industries. If you own an AR, if you've recently purchased an AR, well, chances are you probably already have one of their barrels. But hey, if you want to do a rebuild or you just want to, uh, I don't know, rebarrel your current rifle, why not go ahead and do it? Just once again, hit them up at hitmanindustries.net. Also, remember, first responder discount. Just make sure you let them know. Uh, then you've got the California Republican Assembly, otherwise known as the conscience of the Republican Party. That's what Ronald Reagan called them. Anyway, they're working in the state of California to elect conservatives to government at all levels, from uh, school board all the way up to president of the United States. So please check them out at cragop.org. If you want to be a part of California's future today, join CRA. Then we've got Hog Holsters, the place to go if you're looking for a tactical holster, if you're looking for a concealed carry holster, inside the waistband, outside the waistband, no matter what your setup is, trust me, they've got the holster for you. Just go to hogholsters.com, that's H-A-W-G, holsters.com, make sure you use discount code The Rundown. get your discount today. And then uh, if you're looking for any sort of any sort of outdoor or tactical gear, trust me, the place that you need to go is uscombatgear.com. They've got outdoor gear. They've got cold gear, cold weather gear, hot weather gear. They've got helmets. They've got hats. They've got glasses. They've got backpacks. They've got shoes. You name it, they've got it. Pretty much all the, ta all the tactical stuff you need but the gun. They don't sell firearms. But check them out at uscombatgear.com. Great prices, excellent customer service, and fast shipping. Check them out today. All right, we're going to go ahead and get into uh, today's news. I'm sure that uh, I, I'm sure there's very, very little that I can tell you about what's going on uh, right now when it comes to the the unprecedented uh, terrorist attack. And I can't think of any other way to put it, but the unprecedented terrorist attack that's taking that uh, that uh, took place uh, over the weekend in Israel. Uh, as of six minutes ago, uh, the death toll there was about 687 with more than 3,700 uh, injured. Um, folks, this is this is probably the most devastating... No, this is the most devastating terrorist attack to occur since 9-11. Uh, probably only 9-11 would be, would be more present. But what makes this, folks, even worse is, I mean... I, if you if you have not had a chance to to see some of the video that is out there, I want to I want to encourage you. I I don't want to take anything away from his show. I was going to pull some of the video that he that uh, Ben Shapiro had, but you know I don't want to take anything away from his show. I think you you need to go there. You need to go to Rumble, look for Ben Shapiro, look for his show today, and and he shows you. I mean, there are images of families being chased down and shot and killed. Uh, by Hamas terrorists. There are images of women who have been captured and, and repeatedly raped and sodomized uh, that, uh, that once again are, are, are there. Children being attacked. I mean, it is... Folks, this is not an act of... This is not war that is taking place there uh, that, that, that they were engaged in. Uh, this is an out-and-out right... Uh, 
as Ben Shapiro put it, it is, it, I mean, it is literally a Holocaust style attack. Um, and it, it, once again, it is just, it, what, what is a, what is astounding to me with all of this, uh, is that, uh, well, a couple of things. Number one, uh, that they were that first of all, that the, the Israeli intelligence and American intelligence were caught so flat footed that nobody had any idea that anything like this was in the works, that anything like this was taking place. I mean, one would think, I mean, we just recently, as a matter of fact, the, re, the UN just recently was doing a, uh, uh, they just recently did a, well, I'm not going to talk about the UN, uh, but this time we just talk about the US, that <coughs> recently there was an interview about a week or so ago uh, that uh, Jack Sullivan uh, uh, did, you know, supposedly, you know, our, our expert on this sort of stuff was talking about and focusing on things like Donald Trump and January 6th. And he was focusing on DEI and, you know, the, uh, the uh, uh, attacks here in the, in the homeland, you know, by quote-unquote extremist Republicans or extremist MAGA, ultra-MAGA, mega-MAGA Republicans just seem to be the focus of our intelligence community. I guess if these, if these folks had been, if uh, Hamas had been, uh, mothers at school boards complaining about pornography being in their children's school, well, then maybe there would have been some sort of investigation into this. Maybe they would have known what was what was going to happen before it, in fact, happened. Uh, but who knows? You, anyway, I just... Once again, I, I think anyone out there who would... Anyone out there who would try and defend what Hamas did, uh, I think really needs to stop because I I, I I think there are some people out there who really haven't looked at the severity of what has been going on and really don't understand. This is not like this was a military attack and they went after military targets and were attacked. No, this, was, this is literally rape and murder and kidnapping, uh, uh, senior citizens being shot and killed uh, while waiting for the bus. I mean, this is just real. I mean, <laughs> it is as it is as bad as you as as, as you could pro- think about how bad it could possibly be, how violent and how debasing and how savage and how evil it could be, and that. That that video is available out there, and I'm I'm sorry, Ben Shapiro brought it to you. Like I said, check him out at Rumble. Go, you want to go? Don't just listen to the, the don't just listen to it. You need to go to Rumble and see the video because I just I want you to have it ingrained in your head the way, quite frankly, it's ingrained in mine as to how vicious and how serious this is. Now, some of people out there, the, the interesting thing about it is that there are people out there who once again are trying to justify it. And I've even seen some people, and they're going as far as to say, well, there's nothing to just, there's nothing out there to justify this, but maybe I can explain why. And I, I get the temptation for some people to want to do that. But no, not this. This that may explain a a motivation. That doesn't explain any in any way how the things that are taking place. That have been there that are taking place that have been taking place in Israel right now are, are, are taking place, and uh, and I will say this to their credit, uh, this has actually divided some Democrats. In other words, there are some Democrats who have actually come out and they are condemning 
uh, Hamas for what has taken place. And, and I wanted to make sure to recognize that because not everybody in the Democratic Party is... Now, while, while I, I do think that there are some people in the Democratic Party who in part, uh, are part to blame for this, uh, at least there are people, also people out there who are coming out and saying, nah, we can't have this. Like uh, Governor, Governor Kathy Hochul says here, uh, and other leading Democrats blasted the rally as abhorrent. Oh, by the way, this is about a rally. Let me go back to the beginning of the story. It says a pro-Palestine rally Sunday in Times Square endorsed by the city chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. That's Bernie Sanders group, folks. That's Bernie Sanders, the Democratic Socialists of America, ensnared prominent party members amid a widespread condemnation of the event. Governor Kathy Hochul and and other leading Democrats blasted the rally as abhorrent and morally repugnant and drew a dividing line uh, with far-left members of the party, including New York representatives uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Jamal Bowman, who denounced the attacks and called for a ceasefire uh, but didn't take a stand on the rally. I condemn Hamas's attack in the strongest possible terms, uh, Ocasio-Cortez said in a statement, no child and family should ever endure this kind of violence and fear. And this violence will not solve the ongoing oppression and occupation in the region. An immediate ceasefire and de-escalation is urgent uh, is urgently needed to save lives. The rally, attended by more than 1,000 pro-Palestine backers who chanted, resistance is justified when people are occupied, uh, highlighted the differences over how progressive members responded to the attacks. Mainstream Democrats were quick to call out anything less than unequivocal support for Israel. Uh, the NYC DSA is revealing itself for what they true truly is, an anti-Semitic stain on the soul of America's largest city. Bronx representative Richie Torres wrote on X, there is a special place in hell for those who glorify cold-blooded murder of civilians and children. And, you know, I, I, think, that's, uh, I think that's important to understand. We're talking about cold-blooded murder, once again, murder, rape, and kidnapping. Murder, rape, and kidnapping. It's one thing if you're talking about, okay, well, we're engaging in a, an, an, an attack or a war attack. When you're specifically going after civilians, raping civilians, kidnapping, that, but civilians, that is all, those are all war crimes, as, as, uh, as Ben Shapiro points out. They're war crimes. In fact, then they're going and they're hiding. When they go back into the Gaza Strip, they're hiding behind civilians. Which, by the way, in order to make it, in order to make it very difficult for for the uh, for Israeli military to be able to uh, uh, to be able to respond, to be able to weed them out and destroy them, right? They could they could I won't say easily, but if their desire is to go after these folks and take them out, it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be hard for them to do that without any civilian casualties because they hide behind civilians. They deliberately do it so that there will be civilians. So that they can say, look, see, they kill civilians. But that's not what they're doing. That's not what Hamas is doing. Hamas is deliberately going after civilians. And once again, there's tons of video out there. You don't even have to go to Benjamin. Just go to YouTube. Start pulling up video. Start looking for it. It's there. It's there in all of its horror. There's no... There's no justification for this. There's no explaining this. Anything less than an unequivocal, this is horrific, is not acceptable. And 
and to to try and say, and that's the one thing I'll I will push back on Miss Cortez, where she talks about uh, quote unquote, uh, what is this? Will not solve the ongoing oppression and occupation of the region. I I think that you are uh, you are attempting to equivocate. You don't really want to say how bad they are. You you kind of want to give them a justification. But folks, there's no justification. Absolutely, positively, no justification for this. Um, I'm, I apologize for not being more uh, articulate uh, in my in my anger, in my frustration, in my outrage for what we're seeing here, because this is this is in fact horrific. And I don't. Uh, uh, I just hope that you know, for those who haven't really paid attention or just kind of seeing it as another conflict in the world. Uh, I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the fact that uh, Israel thought itself to be, you know, up, I don't want to say above an attack. They thought themselves to be well prepared to defend against an attack like this, right? They did. They thought, you know, we've got, we've got, We've got all of the things in place, security in place. We've got uh, supposedly solid uh, intel, infra, infra, intel community uh, that will help us to make sure that we are prepared for something like this. And now we're looking at what, by the time it's all over, will probably be over a thousand, if not thousands of Israelis dead, uh, the thousands kidnapped and injured, raped. Uh, and all of that is happening right now. Now I want you to I want you to think about that for a minute, and I want you to consider. We have millions of people. We have had millions of people come across our southern border in the last couple of years. We don't know who most of them are. We have absolutely no idea, and they have just been released into our country from countries all over the world. From countries all over the world, we don't know who they are. We don't know their motivations. We don't know their ideologies. Um, and and granted, ninety nine percent of them, ninety nine percent of them are just here for a better life. Could be here just for a better life. But I want you to think about if just one percent is here to do us harm. If just one percent is here to do us harm, out of a million, that's ten thousand. Think about that. Out of 1 million, that's 10,000. Now, we've heard numbers anywhere between, what, 4 to 7 million? 40,000 to 70,000? 1%. Imagine if they're here to do us harm. Look, all I'm saying is this. We have to get our southern border under control. We need to get our intelligence agencies under control. Instead of worrying about 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 mothers who are showing up at school board meetings uh, protesting pornography in their child's school library, instead of attacking people uh, who raise who raise questions about about uh, uh, about about elections, in particular legitimate questions, because. I know some of y'all don't think so, but trust me, there are some legitimate questions about elections that have taken place. People who are raising questions about oh, the intelligence agencies working with 
people raising questions about intelligence agencies, uh, working with social media and big tech companies to steal elections. That I do believe, by the way, that I do believe happened. I think we have ample evidence that, that, uh, that, uh, or not, 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 let's not say steal, let's say influence elections. Cause we know for a fact they did that. We know for a fact, that, anyway, all that having been said, instead of going after, instead of attacking us, instead of attacking business owners, uh, who are just, who are simply trying to, you know, earn a living, uh, instead of going after law enforcement officers and police officers who are trying to keep us safe, right? Instead of going after school board members who once again are fighting against indoctrination in our schools, instead of going after them, how about we spend a little bit more time focused on, uh, securing, uh, our, our, our nation's immigration? How about we spend some time, uh, focusing on our Southern border and making sure that our Southern border is secure, that we know who's coming into our country. How about that? Because, um, if we in the United States think that this, that what is going on here can't happen in the United States, well, I think we are fooling ourselves. Anyway, that's my two cents. I, that's what I believe. I believe we need to be very careful because I do believe that this is a wake-up call and should be a wake-up call, quite frankly, for all uh, uh, Western nations. We all need to be wary of the fact that, uh, that this is a possibility. And do the things that we can in order to address it. Which, by the way, brings me on to some of our next our next story. Uh, busing migrants to red states. That's right. So we hear a lot about Democrats, about, I mean, about quote-unquote red state Republicans, in particular Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis, uh, who have uh, sent busloads of, of, uh, of uh, illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities, which, by the way, happen to be run by Democrats, because, you know, Democrats tend to be the ones who vote for, who tend to implement these policies. But what we don't hear is about Democrats, in this, in this case in particular, we, we don't hear about top Democrats who are, who are busing surplus immigrants to red states. And here's a story over at Breitbart. Democrats are trying to divert their, food, their flood of wage-cutting, rent-spiking migrants toward GOP states and cities as their blue state voters rebel against Democrats' poverty policies. What we need is President Joe Biden's help deciding where these folks are to go because they can't all go in Chicago and New York and D.C. They need to go in places where there's even more help to, more help to offer. Illinois Democratic Governor J.B. Fitzker uh, told CBS Face the Nation on October 8th. He added, "Well, of course, well, of course, we are well, we are a welcoming state and have been caring for the people who've arrived. But we can't bear the we can't bear the burden only ourselves. So we communicated that to the White House. We want immigrants in the United States, and there are lots of places in the country where." where there are NGOs, non-governmental organizations, that can be of assistance to these folks who have arrived. Fitzker's call to bus migrants who he calls folks to other cities comes as Democrats keep complaining about the Republican governors who bus migrants to northern cities to help showcase Biden's pro-immigration policy. There, uh, 
there were the cynical tact there were the cynical tactics deployed by Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, Governor Greg Abbott of Texas. As despicable as this ploy was, it worked. The New York editorial board complained on October 7th. Leaders in many Democrat Democrat-run cities, such as New York, Boston, Denver, Colorado, and San Diego, California, are alarmed at the arrival of more poor migrants from the southern border. They are alarmed because Americans are increasingly aware that migrate that migration is a pocketbook is a pocketbook disaster because because cuts wages, spikes inflation, drives up rents, shrinks housing, crowds schools, and diverts federal attention and aid from their children to Biden's illegal immigrants. Now, once again, this thing goes. The story goes on and on and on. You want to probably want to check it out over there at Breitbart. But once again, what they're failing to understand is two things. One, <coughs> these people are being sent places that said they welcome illegal immigrants. Now, in most cases, they are receiving tens of thousands, thousands or tens of thousands of immigrants, right? But the southern states, the red, the very red southern states, the ones that they mention are receiving millions, millions of, of illegal immigrants, of people who've just walked across the southern border. Millions. And they're, they're like, they're like they're, we, we shouldn't bear all the burden. Well, wait a minute. Who do you think's been bearing all the burden these last couple of years? It's been Texas, right? Texas has been, matter of fact, they've been on the front lines of Arizona. It's been Arizona. It's been New Mexico. They're the ones that have been bearing the brunt of it, and y'all have just been ignoring them. There's no there's no problem at the border. Oh, what does Mayorka say? Our southern border is secure. Really? Acting as if there's nothing going on. And on top of it, not only are they not aiding and assisting these states, not only are they not trying to close the border, when those states do take steps... Under 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 uh, Governor Ducey, when Arizona put the the rail cars up as barriers to keep people from entering the country, the federal government sued them. Wouldn't allow them to enforce their southern border. Texas, same thing. When they put things in place in order to discourage people from trying to cross the Rio Grande, from trying to cross into the United States, the federal government went after them, sued them. They went into the water and they cut open the barriers in order to let the illegal immigrants in. That's what that's what they had the, the, the federal immigration officers do. The National Border Patrol, that's what they had them do. They had them go and remove the barriers, open it up so the people could just come in. They won't even allow the states to enforce their own southern border. While at the same time, not sending them the resources they need to take care of and care for, to educate, feed, and all these promises that the Biden administration made, that Democrats in sanctuary cities have made to all of these folks. Oh, and did I forget? We don't know who most of them are. We don't know if they, if they are, if they, if they, we don't know if any of them warrant any, any second look. I mean, we already know that many of them not all, not most. Let me be clear. Not all, not most. But many have come into this country and they were criminals where they came from. 
And when they get here, they're going to be criminals when they get here. We know this because it's happened. We know it because it's happened once again. It's a small minority, but what if it's 1%? One, let's say 1%. What would that be? Was that What was the number I used again? Somewhere around 40,000? 40,000 criminals led into the United States. And by the way, just so you know, that's what some of these countries are doing. At least, let me clarify, I don't know this for sure. I have heard, and I, I could be completely wrong. If I am, let me just say this. But it is, a, is it unreasonable to think that in places like Venezuela, they would be willing to let criminals out of jail and tell them, there, go to America. You either flee this country, go to the United States, and never come back to Venezuela, or we keep you locked up in prison. Is it so unbelievable that that could happen? I'm not going to Google it while, you know, because I got to talk while I'm on the show. I'm not going to Google it right now, but it's something that just popped into my head. I'm like, I had heard someone mention that. I don't know if it's true. And I'm saying right now, I don't know if it's true, but it's not unreasonable to think that it could happen. Is it? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Someone's probably going to call me racist or something like that because I believe that that could happen because, you know, the government of Venezuela are bad people. How do I know they're bad people? Because their people are fleeing their nation to come here. You know, this racist, misogynistic, bigoted nation that is the United States, right? That is the obviously the most racist nation in the world that, that they're racing to come here because it's so horrible. Well, if it's, if I, I got to imagine that if we are as evil and bigoted as we are here in the United States and they're rushing to come here, then one has to wonder how evil and racist and bigoted it is there in Venezuela. I don't know. Sounds like a reasonable question to me. Ah, but, oh, oh, now this is not, this is, okay, (laughs) you'll love this one. The hole in Biden's border wall. That's right. A whole bunch of hubbub was made about Biden's border wall. And, you know, some people are like, I get it. Some people were like, yeah, you know, they were talking about the border wall and they're talking about how he finally realized, well, Biden hasn't realized anything. Biden is trying to find a political way in which to get around the idiotic things that he has done and decisions that he has made. And so he decided to do this border wall thing. But, but here's the thing. So this is a reporting according to Fox News. It says Biden's new border wall has a big wide open door. Don't be fooled. Dun, dun, dun. Here we go. Since Biden became the president, the Border, Patro- uh, the border Patrol has encountered 5,408,117 illegal border crossers between ports of entry on the on the southwest border. The Biden administration has responded to this crisis with a carrot and stick strategy which couples an expansion of legal pathways to the United States with adverse consequences for those who still choose to make an illegal entry. Migrants who enter illegally instead of taking advantage of the legal pathway may be may, uh, may be processed in expedited removal proceedings. If they are deported, they will be barred from re-entry for five years and be presumed ineligible for asylum absent and applicable exception. 
The Legal Pathways Program admits migrants without a visa or other valid entry document at a port of entry instead of after making an illegal crossing between ports of entry. How does this how does this make admissions of migrant without a visa or any other entry document uh, document legal? Legal? Nevertheless, this strategy worked initially. Illegal crossings dropped from 200,996 in April to 100,400 and 1,000, I'm sorry. 144,570 in June, but they went back up to 200, 232,972 in August. Informal reports from CBP indicate that, that in September, the Border Patrol encountered more than 260,000, which would be highest figure ever reported. Now, folks, here's the point that we're making here. Remember when they were saying how the number of illegal border crossers went down? Well, no, it didn't. I mean, well, let's put it this way. The number of people who entered the country without, they, they were no longer, a bunch of them were no longer considered entering the country illegally because, well, they, they went on and they filled out an app and they just walked in and we just let them in. So they still are applying for asylum. They're just, we just told them it's okay for you to just walk into the country. So it didn't reduce anything. Biden's border wall is not reducing anything. We are still encountering and dealing with what can only be what can only be described as a massive invasion of our southern border. And and that's just the truth. It is there's a once again there is a process and what the what the Biden administration is trying to do is they're trying to take an a, a process that is illegal that people are engaged in and trying to modify the rules to make it legal. That's what they're trying to do. But it doesn't change the underlying thing. We don't know. We have people who are entering our southern border. We don't know who they are. We don't know where, where we, where we have an idea of where they're coming from because we're kind of taking the word of where they're coming from. And we don't know when, if we, we, have, no, we have no idea what's going on in, in, in these cases. And we're letting them in by the hundreds of thousands per month, by the millions per year. And by the way, in, into areas where we're already having a hard time, uh, well, finding homes and jobs for people or getting, getting people housed and getting people employed. But I digress. Um, and, and by the way, the reason why he's doing this, the reason he's doing this, the reason why he's doing all of this is because he realizes that it's, it's something like 25% of voters believe he is failing. Failing. I mean, sorry, not 25. Believe he's only 25% believe he's doing a good job or approve of the job he's doing on the southern border. 25%. Or it's closer to 20% now. That means that 80% believe are either ambivalent about the job he's doing or believe he's doing a poor job. 75 to 80%. Um, there's absolutely no way he gets reelected with numbers like that. And I think that kind of is the whole point behind what they're doing here is they're really working to try and uh, improve his stature in the, the voter, in the electorate, shall we say. Anyway. All right, folks. Well, that now brings us to our parting shot brought to you by Hog Holsters. Just go to hogholster.com. 
Get your hog holster today. Make sure you use discount code The Rundown, all caps, no spaces. Once again, get your hog holster today. And quite frankly, I I didn't want to honestly with everything that, that's going on, everything's going on, and I just I couldn't bring myself to do a uh, to do a parting shot that was that was humorous. But I did want to uh, I did want to uh, bring up uh, in case you're wondering how uh, how uh, uh, Iran or how Hamas has been able to, to, to pay for this stuff. Uh, just know that their primary funder is Iran. And I know that some people are going to say, well, you know, the $6 billion that they just gave over to uh, Hamas, well, that can only be used for, uh, you know, humanitarian stuff, right? Well, guess what? They already had money from before that was given to them. And that leads us to this meme here. And it says, after funneling $6 billion to the mullahs of Iran... I told Fox News that America stands with Israel, Joe Biden. That's Joe Biden. And then Joe Biden then says, or Barack Obama then responds, that's nothing. I gave $145 billion. Uh, uh, I gave $145 billion. And that, by the way, is to Iran. So there you go. Got to love that stuff. Got to love that stuff. Okay, folks. Well, that's going to be it for today's program. Oh, wait. Before we go, I got to make sure to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Let's get them up here real quick. There we go. First, we have Hitman Industries. You'll find them at hitmanindustries.net. Get your rifle and pistol like barrels today. California Republican Assembly. Be a part of California's future today. Join CRA. Hog Holsters. Get your hog holster at hogholster.com. Use discount code THERUNDOWN, all caps. No spaces. Get your hog holster today. And looking for outdoor gear, tactical gear, you know, whatever you're looking for, you'll find it at uscombatgear.com. Now, with that, we're going to go ahead and call it a day. We will be back tomorrow on Taco Tuesday. Y'all take care.